Episode 273 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Tuesday, April 4th, 2023. I'm your host, Eric Young, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host, James Cush. Got the right episode this time, James. Thank God. Good work. <laughs> oh, it's it's, hey, always, hey, it's always a task to get this podcast started, especially when I'm tired. You, your, your job every week is to get us off the ground. Yeah. And some days, some days it just doesn't happen. But you've been busy, man. You've been chasing hockey teams around and and kids so it's understandable we'll, we'll let you slide yeah i'm trying to do two jobs at once right now three i guess if you count the podcast so ah it's yeah, going four. being a dad's a job so yeah. there you go that's yeah. four might yeah. as well keep adding to the total <laughs> except the kids yeah. are at kids are at granddad's right now so i'm not really doing that job oh, at the well. moment but it is oh, spring break spring so. break this week yeah, yeah. that's right yeah. that's right so yeah, I'm I'm tired tonight. I listened to the door for clear today or most of it and uh and Freddie and, and uh Brett were both drunk. I feel drunk on this episode, but um <laughs> promise I have not drank anything other than Mountain Dew and water. So um but yeah. <laughs> well you haven't changed since the day I met you, man. Right. Mountain Dews yeah. Mountain Dews and <laughs> getting to work. Yeah. Uh, uh but, you know, what are you gonna do, man? We had a race. We had a weekend. It was that was a great weekend of racing. We I really mean, had a good weekend of racing for Richmond, James. Yeah, for and Texas, if you want to throw yeah. that in there. Yeah, as surprising as that was. Um, yeah, and then F one uh, tried to <laughs> just poop the bed the whole <laughs> the whole the whole weekend. So. Just right on cue uh, after everybody was talking about how great F one is versus NASCAR last oh, yeah. week. Yep. Right on cue. Yep. Just, they want to be NASCAR so bad, they can't even stand themselves. They do. Oh, my God. That race, I think that race, I wasn't staying up for it. I'll tell you. I enjoy it, but I'm not staying up for it. That ain't happening. Yeah, I I so don't know how the time, I'm I'm a U.S. guy, James. I know what time it is in the U.S., That's and that's it. So, I thought the race was in the morning, but apparently it was late at night. Um, or maybe in the morning, technically, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I saw the, I saw the tweets about it in the morning on Sunday and went and looked up the highlights and just uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The, the green white or green flag finish, the finish coming off of the safety car was literally from turn the final turn to the line, right? They didn't I run believe, a whole lap. Yeah. That's my understanding of it, yeah. but they they're making up the rules as they go. So right. I don't know. They want to, they want to do what NASCAR does and finish under green. Right. They want to they want to race to the line. Is that where Brian France went? Maybe. <laughs> maybe maybe he's undercover at the FIA, oh, but it's God. uh I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I you know, they have they have a lot of things going their way, but still it's it's racing and <laughs> as <laughs> to steal it for a line from Jurassic Park maybe. Racing will find a way. Yeah. To uh to bother us it made it always me, finds a way it made me really happy because f1 was a cluster uh indycar finished under caution um that's right yeah that you know, happened too and, even though it was a good that was a good show it was a good show and uh and nascar had a really i mean it was a very acceptable race at richmond that's right yes it you know, was it was it was a good that was a good day yeah it wasn't it wasn't a barn burner by any means but for Brit- for bristol for richmond Lately, especially, I mean, holy cow, that was, I think Gluck's poll, it was number two of all Richmond races since they've 
since he yep. started doing it. Um, and it I was would over eighty percent. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, it, you really. What else could you ask for? You had you had um, you know you had crashes. You had natural cautions. You had good strategy. Comers and goers. You had comers and mm-hmm. goers. You had Denny Hamlin doing Denny Hamlin things and speeding on pit road and wrecking people for no wrecking reason in people. the back of the pack. <laughs> so yeah, it was a it was a race, man. It was it was good old Richmond and and, and you know what. I, to, I, to add to that list, Eric, we yeah. left the weekend and everybody was blaming Ross Chastain. Right. So that <laughs> no, <laughs> so it was a full full weekend of NASCAR racing for and and honest to God, Ross finally didn't do something wrong. The the only that's thing that's to... more entertaining than seeing Ross Chastain confused when he is responsible is seeing Ross Chastain confused when he's not responsible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, well, you know, my mom, was... my mom, my mom and. <laughs> I was just gonna say, my mom and dad raised me in a way. They said, "You, you are the company that you keep." And, yeah. Uh, Ross is definitely a part of the company that he's been keeping because he gets blamed for no reason now. So when I don't, I think it was Noah Lewis asked him about Christopher Bell's comments. He just, or no, he, Noah Lewis asked Christopher Bell. I think Front Stretch asked Ross Chastain about the comments, and yeah. he just, he's got that that. <laughs> statue ross the concrete ross i think they called it yep. on uh on door bumper clear and he's like what <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it i love it man i can't you know for once i had to look at that and go that's not ross's fault right 90 98 of the time it's ross's fault this when i saw the fault. interview that when christopher bell called him out i'm like are you kidding me bell are you kidding me <laughs> yeah <laughs> Christopher's like that uncool kid who just wants to fit in with everybody else. Everybody right. else is blaming Ross for stuff. I want to blame him for stuff too. Yeah, exactly. That completely. So you know, we didn't. We did the thing that we always do. We didn't mention that Kyle Larson won well, the race. I was getting uh, there. I was trying to get us back but, there. <laughs> but man, uh, when when Bell, I mean, that was the big moment of the day because that was that was Byron's day. Again. Oh yeah, Kyle Larson's got to be the biggest Christopher Bell fan in the world because Kyle Larson finally was allowed to win a race. Yeah, and James Small too for uh, his his tire strategy. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, that helped it. That helped him out too. Yeah, I, uh, I man, Eric, I I know I know Byron got wiped out there, but um, I, I mean, is he he's he's the championship favorite right now? I, yeah. see, I feel like every week, every single week now, I think he's finally figured it out. Well, I mean, here's the thing, James. It's I don't. Yeah, I agree with you, but it's it's Hendrick in general. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Larson's yep. Larson's been right there, top two every week. Um, you know, yep. barring any unforeseen circumstances. Obviously, um, Byron has been too, barring any, which he finally mm-hmm. had it this week. Josh Berry finished freaking second place, which Bowman's your points points leader. Yeah. Air quotes. He's your points leader. I mean, yeah. you know, I guess, I guess, you know, Doctor and Louvers works well. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Right? But yeah, no, I, uh, I, I mean seriously, say... they're the class of the field right now. The Hendrick Motorsports is the yeah. class of the field. They've got, they've got three veteran drivers, and then they've got and... a kid who's just got more talent than what I think any of us saw, except maybe Dale Jr. I mean, not that I doubted Josh Berry, but he certainly has yeah. what it takes to be a Cup Series driver. And I think, I think it was Larson said this weekend that he needs to have a Cup ride. Uh, yeah. in the future. And, and I totally agree. Um, I hope he gets it soon. Cause Josh isn't young as, as young as some yeah, of these guys. He's, so 
he he'll be uh he's a solid veteran and and that you know they were benefit they had the benefit of some strategy there late but he held it held his position and restarted well and um you gotta imagine if chase elliott maybe was in that position you know that might have been a tighter battle for the win yeah um but still regardless you you've seen in good equipment what josh berry can do so i have a question uh, for that's you that really cool i just thought of yeah throw it at me could josh berry fill a role of kevin harvick oh he's not a veteran but he's kind of like a veteran maybe man oh, if you man. were if you were that's... Stuart haas would you be digging for him right now he's um that's a that's a good question i Boy, I would lean towards probably not. He'd be one rookie I would consider for that ride, though. I I tell you what, if um, man, if they if they got like, say they got like a Truex, just I'm just throwing a random name out there. It could be anybody, but yeah. let's just use Truex, uh, a Truex type, a guy with a championship, um, and then you fill Barry in somewhere else in the lineup. I think he's a nice. He'd be like a nice number two. To yeah, come in. and I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I still say, you know, that and we're back at the SHR conversation again. But I think we'll have it a lot this year. Um, yeah, yeah, you're gonna want to put a veteran in there. You're gonna want to put a Truex or or a Denny or a, you know, somebody. even we we've talked about Corey LaJoy. You want to put somebody that's got experience in there if you can. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to take yep. a rookie and put him in there, somebody new, take somebody who's got the maturity at least of a Josh Berry. And you kind of get yep. the best of both worlds. You get the younger driver, and mm-hmm. and you get the you know the the veteran mindset. So I don't know. Right. Just interesting. Right. Yeah. He's um. Yeah. He's definitely earned a. He's definitely earned a seat. Yeah. Um It's it's a really cool story, and like you said, he's not a young man by any means. But, um, you know, he's. I mean, look at the company he's he's kept now. I mean, he finished behind Larson. He was ahead of Ross and Chris right. Bell and Harvick. I mean, all those guys are you know, um. You, you know big names in the sport and he was he was there he led 10 laps yep. so pretty darn good uh pretty darn good day for a guy who's not scoring any points but you know if uh you got to think too chase elliott's just watching his cars oh, go fast yeah. and it's got to just be itching to get back in he's got to be chomping the bit man because those cars are those cars are moving now they're in, they're really really good stable right here he's got he, if he wouldn't have gotten hurt he's got to have a win by now Probably, and you might be thinking a little bit differently about Byron and and these yeah. guys, but but still, I mean, you know, like you said, Eric, just kind of circling back to your main point, you know, it, it's Hendrick. I I really think Byron is having one of those special. Oh, yeah. It it seems like it might be a little bit. It might be special, and I heard Clint Boyer say this on the broadcast. Uh, he he even said, I think this kid's gonna win six or seven races this yeah. year, and I, and I I would say that's I, I if he doesn't win six or seven races i think that's uh that's a disappointment um because well, that, that's just the kind of speed that they've got he's i mean he's got he's got jimmy johnson's golden golden horseshoe right now things yeah. are just other than this weekend things just fall into his lap yeah um and, and when you've got a good car and and all that it helps and and when you're a great driver too which we know that yeah. we've we've and, argued a lot all, all along the way that william byron is well even if you have bad luck like he had at coda last week he didn't you know they, well I say bad luck. They, they made a couple of mistakes late, yeah. um, lane choices, things like that. And they, they didn't have the car to win, but they were they avoided all the trouble and still got a really good finish out of Coda. Yeah. And then this week, you know, you do what you're you know, you do what you're supposed to do. You win you win stages and you score a ton of points. So if you do get wrecked late, uh, you still had a really good day and, and you know, leading over a hundred laps and 
and uh, scoring 31 points on the day and a playoff point. I think that's a solid day for anybody, especially the way these guys race late. Now it's <laughs> it's no holds bar right uh, all the way through the field. So. But yeah. did you think so? I, I I don't know if we answered this question. Did you think that was Ross's fault at all? No. That, that crash no, no not <laughs> even not even a little bit um and, and you know i'll be yeah. i'll be quick to blame ross when he does something stupid because he's done plenty of stupid things but no i mean he was yeah. if he he was nowhere near the bell was way closer to william byron than he was to to ross chastain yeah. and i don't i i mean i think if anything it was more william byron's fault than it was chastain's fault yeah but I, it's, yeah, that's no, all on I Bell. Think, that's all on Bell. Yeah, Bell, he washed up on him, and yeah. uh, unfortunately, the you know it comes down to pit. It comes down to pit stops, and yeah, you lane choice, and then you you know you're shuffled back. Kind of what happened to him at Coda a little bit. He got shuffled back, and and that might be the Achilles heel of that team. Now that you you think about it here, just a little bit, they got tightened that part of it up, but they've got the speed to make up for it. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Um. We've mentioned Denny Hamlin. Uh, Denny Hamlin speeds <laughs> twice on pit road. Screws my uh, pickup majorly because he had a very fast car. Um, <laughs> and dumps JJ Yaley going into turn one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Goes on yeah. his podcast this week and says that he screwed up. Um, <laughs> nothing to gain by wrecking JJ Yaley. Um, didn't need a caution there. Caution actually hurt him. He says said he didn't pit on that caution anyway. Um, what do you think? You, you buy in Denny's explanation or you think Denny has just gotten smarter in a couple weeks? Uh, yeah, he's not going to say anything to incriminate himself on the podcast. Uh, he's, yeah, that was totally his, I retweeted Jeff Gluck and said, tell him to watch it again. Cause yeah, he, uh, he bulldozed him. He, he got pinched off of four. Exactly. Yaley pinched he him did, three wide in the middle. Yeah. And he didn't like it. And yep. he, uh, he let him know about it. Um, yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, kind of strange coming from Denny Hamlin, don't you think? Yeah, I mean the guy. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been talking about it, and then he goes and <laughs> whatever, man. I mean, that's oh, Denny. Man. Yeah, that's Denny. He's not good at it. <laughs> no, he's terrible at it. He really is terrible <sighs> at it. It's something else, man. It's something to behold. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I wanted to look at this. We had. Uh, I wanted to 22 well, I, lead changes among 11 drivers in this race, James for, for Richmond. Yep. Um, despite the fact that one of those drivers led 117 laps and another one led 93 mm-hmm. of a 400 lap race. Yep. Um, that, that boat is pretty well for what we saw. Um, I, I would say that, you know, we, we were concerned after Phoenix with this arrow package, but did NASCAR maybe in the right direction with what they did? You think if you can get decent racing at Richmond, you can get decent racing pretty much anywhere. I mean, I don't think you can ask for more than this at Richmond, right? No, this was bad. This was good. The guys had lanes they could run. Yeah. Um, and we saw a tire fall off, which yep. I was really happy to see. Um, I think that that is what you need to have at a place like Richmond. You got to have tires wearing down and you know, we saw I think uh, fresh pit stops versus like 60 lap tires was over a second and a half yeah. to difference on the track. I mean, you could see it uh, and that's been hard to find, um, you know, at Rich- Richmond's been, it's been tough, man. We just been, 
we've been kind of spinning our wheels, I guess, for lack of a better term, for the for a while there. But that was not spinning their wheels because there's not enough horsepower. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, um, I mean, I, I think the only way you make it better than what they did is is put 300 more horsepower on the cars. But we're not doing that. Sure, yeah. And then we know that's not going to happen. But yeah. I, I think this was the most passing I think since 2016. Yeah. Uh, so it's been a while since we've seen a decent Richmond race. So I'll, I mean, I'll take it if if they put on. That being said, the race is too long. 400 laps is too long. Yeah. But, uh, but um, other than that, it's, uh, you know, good show. I I will take that type of race at Richmond anytime. Oh, yeah. Anytime. You won't hear me won't argue hear about length of races, me. though, because, I, I, you know, I I want to cut all of them shorter. So, yeah, this race could be done in 300 laps. If yeah. I, maybe less. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Why, are we, why do we run 300 yep. laps at Loudoun, but we run 400 laps at Richmond? It's, it's only it's only what a less than a quarter mile longer or shorter yep. i mean yep i mean yep yeah i don't know yeah i always yeah, i always I wondered why didn't, Loudon, didn't... i always wondered why Loudon was a 300 mile race not that i want to add to it but but why is that one the short race <laughs> yeah and then richmond you know we've always been screaming put sealer down fix yeah. it uh <laughs> but you know you know we maybe we should mention too eric uh, no practice, no qualifying. These guys just went out there and raced. Yeah. Uh, that maybe that played a little bit of a role in there in this too. Guys trying to fill out the cars. I don't want to say bit, that. But I don't want to say yes because I really want practice and been, qualifying back. Wow, we've been doing this for so long now. The no practice thing. I I'm not super worried about it, but I just, you know, I think, I think that does play a little bit of a role, especially I don't that think first it hurts stage. Anything? I just think that there needs these guys from a fan standpoint, from a TV standpoint, and from a storyline standpoint, I think these guys need to be on the track more during the weekend. It has nothing to yes. do with them needing more experience. I could care less about that. It's, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't want them to have more experience. I don't want them to know what they have on Sunday, but I don't yep. think there's enough buildup of storylines. I mean, we, we make our fantasy picks every week. And what do you pick mm -hmm. your fantasy on James? You pick your fantasy on what happened last time at that track, because there, you don't learn last anything from times, practice. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, you can't you can't do anything off of practice anymore. Yeah. Really, unless unless somebody really stands out on a ten lap, fifteen lap right. average, you can't really tell uh, what what's happening out there. Uh, very with we you know with a lot of clarity anyway. Yeah. But um, Eric, one thing I wanted to touch on really quick because um, I feel like we we did, we did him a disservice. <laughs> um, but Kyle Larson, so Kyle Larson wins again. Yeah. Um, he's won a whole bunch since he's been in yes, that five he car. Has. Uh, you know what I like to do when we get to milestone victories? Okay. One of my favorite things is looking at the all-time wins list. Yeah. And I wanted to throw some names at you. Um, so Kyle Larson, now this is career win number 20. And, and we remember 2021 finally for him winning 10 races. So he he he, uh, he finally got halfway to that uh, monster, monster <laughs> season. Um, but he breaks a tie with these names. Davey Allison. Hall of Fame, mm -hmm. Buddy Baker, Hall of Fame, Greg Biffle, probably going to make the Hall of Fame. Uh, he's now two ahead of Chase Elliott, Neil Bonnet, Harry Gant, Ryan Newman, Casey Kane. And he is within a couple of wins of the following drivers. I think it's fun to keep an eye on. Uh, Hall of Famer Terry Labonte with 22. Uh, Bobby Labonte with 21, Hall of Famer as well. Benny Parsons, Hall of Famer. And with 23 wins ricky rudd so hmm. a lot of uh a lot of names that we've gotten holding pretty high regard eric he yeah. is in a whole new class now um and he's also six wins away from hall of famer dale earnhardt jr hmm. 
if you want <laughs> if you want to look a little bit further down the road right so if, if larson rips off a handful of wins um so eric he's he's now entered uh hall of fame territory well he did he did that when he won his championship well, of but. course yes yes but when you're looking at the all-time wins list when you start getting around 20 you, there's hall of famers all yeah. in this all clumped in here rex white's in there fred lorenzen's in here yeah um so yeah this is a this is a nice group just to i really you know i think very highly of kyle larson and i know he went through some stuff but um he's just a historic driver for uh, for our like this current generation of drivers and you know his win total he may not get to 50 he may not get to 60 uh over the course of his career but you know in this in this run with hendrick motorsports it's just such a special he's just a, such such a special talent and that team is so special yeah um and, and you know with a substitute crew chief kevin mendering gets his first win uh with him it, it you know <laughs> you got kyle larson you got a pretty good odds. i mean you're gonna get you're gonna win <laughs> yeah he'd gotta win as a crew chief if you want to say that uh, yes, we, yes. We, can we know how that. it works we can talk we about know that we'll talk about that yeah. in a few minutes yeah um yeah, yeah and and kind of cool that mike joy brought up at the end of the race that it was uh ricky hendrix would have been ricky hendrix birthday too with that paint yes, scheme that paint uh, scheme is being ricky hendrix scheme so yep very um, cool yeah that's that's a cool deal and yeah i mean you know, you and I have talked about Larson on here before, you know, we, we talk about drivers and where they stand as far as ability and whatnot. You know, Larson is a Tony Stewart to me. Larson is, you know, he, he's a great cup series driver, may not be the greatest cup series driver, may not be the greatest right now in the cup series, but all around racer. Um, that dude is yeah. right up there with, you know, the AJ Foyts of the world, you know, yeah. he can drive anything with wheels on it it's... and win in it. You know? Yeah, and and it's hard when you look across the Cup Series garage. If you were starting a team, y you would have a hard time picking anybody other than him first. Oh yeah, y you you'd have to talk me out of it somehow. Yeah, and I don't know. I don't know if you could. Um, you could throw a whole bunch of names out there: Kyle Busch, um, William Byron, a whole bunch of them. Um, but he he's a step up. I think he's a step above most of the field. Joey Logano is right there with him too. Yeah, I don't think I disagree um, with you, James. I think if you were to tell me that you could have your pick of any driver in the Cup Series first off, who would you take? Yeah. I would probably pick Kyle Larson because yep. he's he's already proven himself and he's got so much upside left. Exactly. You know, exactly. he's going to win a lot more races and and probably a couple more championships. Yeah, and I, I was just, you know, I'm I, I love the history of the sport and we're seeing a guy, you know, we, we're watching like Joey Logano's is, is this way for me. Joey Logano I think is underrated. He kind of flies oh, totally. under the radar. Yeah. Totally flies under the radar. Um Larson's got some pizzazz to his career uh that he just kind of stands out. I'm just I just really you know, I'm I really love the history of the sport, like I said, and and just want to see where his career goes. I, I don't want to, it's something I don't want to take for granted. Cause I feel like for me personally, and I think a lot of fans are starting to realize this too, as much as we might dislike Kyle Bush at times, I, you know, we didn't respect, <laughs> you know, right. his, we didn't respect his game at, at his, at his absolute apex. And the same with Jimmy Johnson. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I envision Kyle Larson in, in a group like those guys where you only get one of these guys every 10 years. Well, you got to I, I don't try think, to enjoy them. I don't think Kyle Larson is going to end his career like Jimmy Johnson did before no. Jimmy even come back this year. He, Jimmy, Kyle's not going to run two, two winless seasons at the end of his career. He's not going to stay here long enough to do that. I don't think so either. I really see him bowing out when he's at – I mean, I see him almost pulling a Carl Edwards 
um, you know, leaving at the height of his career to go do other things. Um, No disrespect to NASCAR or anything, but I just, I don't think that this is all, I mean, Kyle said it himself. This isn't, this isn't all he wants, you know? Yeah. I, he's 30, he's 30 this year. I could see him stretching it maybe to 40. Yeah. I I, I don't, I think that's a stretch. And that's, yeah, that's, (laughs) and I was just going to say, that's a bit of a reach because he's just, he's got other things he's going to try to do. I would be willing to say that there's probably a pretty decent chance that Kyle Busch outlast Kyle Larson. <laughs> There's a chance, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle could race to 47, and and if that's 10, I mean that's 10 years for Kyle. So yeah, uh, yeah. If, if Larson's out of here by 40, I, I, and that that kind of sucks because we all know that Cup drivers they hit their peak in their late 30s. So I right. really hope he, I really hope he does kind of stick around for that part of his career. But if he doesn't. He's gonna accomplish everything he needs to at this yeah. point. He's he's already checking them off the list. So, um, yeah, just a cool win. I, I you know when he hit the when he hit that twentieth career win, I wanted to look up. Uh, I wanted to look up where he was at. Twenty wins, three hundred and two career starts. Um, he's got top tens and and basically half of all, all of his career starts. So he's, uh, you know, no matter what with the, when he was with Ganassi or with Hendrick, he's found a way. So yeah, yep, he's on his way again. He's gonna be a threat. Oh, definitely. Uh, a couple drivers I wanted to single out, uh, looking at the results, uh, Michael McDowell continues to be just an underrated, um, you know, top 10 guy this year. He finishes yep. sixth in this race. Um, he's been running really, really well. Um, Ty Gibbs got a top 10 this weekend, ninth place finish for him. Third in a row, right? Yeah. All, all ninth place finishes. So, yeah, he's showing something. I expected some good things out of him here, and it was it's good to see. Um, him run well. Chandler Smith finishes 17th. I believe it was his first Cup Series start. Am I correct in that? Yes. And yeah, he did not get to practice and he just, he had a hell of a weekend. We'll yeah. talk about him in a little bit, but yeah, hell of a race for yeah. him. Yep. So, uh, so good for him as well. Um, and he had some good insight on Dorbrook Clear this week. He's on the show. So, um, so yeah, those guys, I don't, I don't know if anybody else really worth is jumping out at Br- me. I'd throw Brad Kozlowski in there again. Yeah, that's true. Um, because. For him. That team, you know, Eric, he's he led again. I mean, I know he only led one lap, um, but every race except for Coda, he's led so at least a lap. So they're yeah. consistently finding their way towards the front. Um, it's his third third top ten of the year. So um, just he's starting to. I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. But he's starting to find it again, and yeah. I, I hope uh, hope to see him creeping up a little bit more. I, I did want to talk about Truex though, really quick. I'm glad because this is where I was going too. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Eric. I'll let you, I'll let you drive. That, well, he finished drive that 11th. Start, uh, start there. Um, and, and there was NBC NASCAR and NBC had some audio of him and James small. Um, not very happy with each other at the end of the race. Um, Truex ran out of tires in this race and they put scuffs on at the end and Truex wasn't told they put scuffs on at the end. So he just thought his car sucked. And then James small came on and said, well, you got scuffs on. And he's like, well, you got to tell me that. I didn't know that. And so these guys have been bickering <laughs> a little bit. Um, Kyle Petty, yeah. of course, uh, commented on it. Um, of course, here's what the fuck is Kyle Petty got to do with this? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you got that on the board. Right. Good work. Um, but Kyle, you know, hinted at maybe there's a there's a little divorce coming between these two guys that they that uh, Truex doesn't respect James Small or doesn't trust James Small. Um, the way that he did Cole Pern and, and that maybe it's time to break that up. If there, if that trust isn't there, 
Um, I don't know. It's an interesting concept, especially for somebody who doesn't have a contract signed for next year. You know, does Truex well, look somewhere else? Does Truex leave? Um, what it, are your you thoughts know, on this whole deal? Yeah, that's um, man, Eric. You know, we we talked about how air, air quotes again how Larson. Uh, how the Hendrick cars are winning and, and doing well without their crew chiefs, even though we we know how that works. Right. But, uh, you know, being at the race and, and having good communication between a driver and a crew chief, we know uh, we know that that yields results for yeah. these guys. And to not tell your driver that you're putting scuffs on. <laughs> right. Because Martin's a, you know, Martin is a pretty good driver. Um, he's a champion. So not many of those in the sport. He's particular, uh, though. Yes, but you could give him a chance to yeah. manage the situation. You didn't even give him a chance to manage the situation. You yeah. know, you know, maybe he finishes eleventh, not knowing. But if if you give him a shot, maybe he can hold sixth, seventh. You know, that could that could mean something towards the end of the season, especially for a team that hasn't won uh, a points race in a long, long time now. Uh, it's just yeah, you got to have you know, and I know you know people would say, well, Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss, they bickered all the time. Uh, but that was a different type of bickering. Yeah, <laughs> that's not that's not this. Jimmy and Chad, at the end of the day, they trusted each other, and, and right. yeah, they fought like an old married couple. Uh, but this is this isn't that. This is this is like, dude, you gotta, we gotta work together here. We can't, you can't, you can't not communicate. That's the worst thing you can do. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And you know, we, I, Truex was my pick for the championship this year. He came off the win at the Coliseum. I thought, oh, they've turned things around. Um, we're going to go to Martinsville here in a couple weeks. And I, to me, that's the test to see if they've got their crap together or not, because Truex is yep. really good at Martinsville. Yep. Um, and, and we know that the Toyotas have struggled a little bit, but they seem to be back and obviously ran really well at the Coliseum. So you would, you would argue that if there's any track, that the Coliseum is similar to it's Martinsville. So, um, well, he ran well here. Yeah. He led 56 laps and they were in the hunt. Yep. Um, again put scuffs on it and it felt like a rock yep definitely so um anything else the cup race we want to hit on before we move on to the other uh two races of the weekend james no, i think those are the main talking points okay um NAS nascar xfinity series was in action uh the day prior uh chandler smith we mentioned i uh, guess his first nascar xfinity series victory um good job for chandler smith great like you said great weekend we had in the cup race the next day yeah, really great weekend. Um, I still, you know, I know a lot of money has been put into this cup car and a lot of time has been put into this cup car, but I wish they just put them in the scrap heap and run Xfinity cars in the cup series because these Xfinity cars just run good everywhere, James. They're just so much fun to yeah, watch. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they really do. Um, the drivers the love tracks. them. They, they can race them. It's just, they're just good. Yep. Yep. And the cars are just really dialed in right now. Um, you know, like you said, the, the drivers can race them. They know they know the feel for. They got a really good feel for them. Guys have been around for a long time. Yep. Um, yeah. This this is such a cool win. Uh, Chandler Smith obviously came through the Kyle Busch pipeline in the Toyota pipeline. Um, he was one of those guys. You know, Corey LaJoy reminds me a little. He reminds me, I should say, of Corey LaJoy uh, because he came up and, and was very much talked about as you know being one of those next great talents. And had a little bit of it with Kyle Busch. Uh, never could break through to win the championship, but they started to really crack off some wins last year. And, and obviously, when the Toyota deal went away with Kyle, he he switched over to Chevy and went over to Colleague. Uh, so this is a really nice career 
uh, making move for Chandler Smith. You know, yeah. it's a big, just a br- nice breakthrough day. Um, I, I'd expect him to, I don't know, maybe we got a championship contender on our hands here. I think we do. And, you know, he's put himself in a pretty good position there with Kyle Lake too, because I mean, he's the guy right now that, mm-hmm. you know, you're looking at for, you know, maybe filling AJ Allmendinger's ride in a couple of years, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe things don't work out with Justin Haley. Maybe he takes that ride over. I mean, Chandler's being groomed for that cup car. Obviously he ran the cup race this weekend. Um, he's yep. got a pretty good, he's got a pretty good spot right now to grow with a team. That's also growing. That's only a couple years old in the cup series. So, um, yep. doing 100%. really well here. Now he does have, uh, he does have to send a letter of thanks to Sammy Smith and his team for managing to not mm-hmm. get back on the lead lap. Uh, cause I really think <laughs> yeah. that Sammy Smith was the car to beat in this race, led 40 laps before yeah, getting, he was yeah. getting a lap down due to pit strategy and just never could quite get back there. His, his, uh, his teammate, John Hunter Nemechek was able to do it and, uh, ran up to second. Um, so I think, uh, and Sammy was definitely a better car than John Hunter was. So, um, yeah, I think, and I Sammy... tell you again, this is another one that just, you know, <laughs> did you see this coming from him coming from the Arca series? Did you expect him no, to run this I, well? I did. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, obviously they got the Phoenix win, uh, so they they like the short tracks, short track program over there. Uh, I'd like to see them a little bit better elsewhere, uh, but yeah, this is. I mean, what a what a breakthrough he's having. What an awesome season so far. Uh, yeah, like you said, Eric definitely could have won this. Could have won this one. Uh, led a bunch and and just yeah got away from him. But that's he. I mean, he's nineteen. That's a young, young you know pretty young guy. And if the team. If the team doesn't bolster him up, you're going to see some of those cracks just from inexperience. But my God, man, uh, his only his 16th start in the Xfinity series. And he's, you know, obviously he's got the win. He's running really well. Is is Sammy cool. Smith an argument for maybe skipping the truck series for developmental drivers? He basically. Yeah. I mean, he, he's <laughs> he raced it once this year, but yeah. he doesn't need to. Yeah. I mean, it, like Ty Gibbs did. I get skipped it. Yeah, I think I think you're almost better off doing it because and that's you know Chandler Smith again was on DBC this week and he talked a lot about they asked him um you know what what is how, what does he feel he's learned from the truck series going into the Xfinity series what do you, what did he think translated over and he basically said it to it taught him how to drive like an a hole and because <laughs> that's how you have to race in the truck series it's all arrow. You know, every, all these mile yeah. and a half tracks, it's all arrow. It's all riding people's doors. It's all getting in their wake. It's all just driving like a butthead. Uh, and and <laughs> you get guys that get stuck in the middle of the pack. I mean, we saw it with Haley Deegan. We came up and ran an Xfinity Series and r- race and ran better than she runs in the yep. truck series, you know? Um, yep. yep. I don't know. It's, yeah, Ty, uh, Gibbs never, Ty Gibbs never ran a truck. So that's yeah. uh, I just looked it up because I wanted to double check that. So uh, I don't know if that helps your argument or hurts your argument. No, I, I, I mean <laughs> – yeah, I, Ty, Ty is a butthead in his own aspect. Just, you know, that's it comes with the silver spoon, I think. Um, but yeah, but he's I I think he's learned. Let's put it this way. He's learned more about driving like a butthead in the Xfinity series than he ever would have in the truck series, because in the truck series, it would have just <laughs> brought him success. Yeah. Yeah, true. You know, true. That's why Kyle Busch is so good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <Truck series>. <sighs> <sighs> Yeah. Here I am saying how I regret not enjoying Kyle Busch's wins right. more, and then I throw out a comment like that. I like to keep people on their toes. They don't know where I stand. Um, Brandon Jones had a good run at one point, finished uh, or had led 24 laps in the day, uh, third and second in the first two stages, but winds up 21st. Um, 
they just can't get their crap together over there. Um, I think, you know, yeah. I, I think Brandon proved last year he's a better driver than what, you know, we kind of thought he was. And he's certainly, he's certainly the Brandon that we expected at, at junior motorsports before he had his, had his, you know, his speed at the end of last season. So, yep. I don't know. Um, anything else in this one? Yeah, I think that's pretty much. It's a, it's a good yeah, race again. I mean, yeah. Yep. So, uh, truck series was across the country over in Texas. Um, minus, uh, their regular spotters because they were in Richmond. Uh, that was evident, uh, evidenced when there was a pileup on the front stretch. that looked like an Arca wreck with there, where there's a major impact, like five minutes after the caution was waived. Um, that was rough. That was a rough incident. Um, yeah. but, uh, James, our boy, Carson Hosevar. <laughs> He finally, finally gets off. himself a win. Of course, he couldn't do it yeah. without wrecking the leader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to throw too much blame on him, but uh, you, can't really avoid, James, you can't really avoid that. James, yeah. he, he wrecked the leader. I'm sorry. I know what he I did. Know, I know what he did. I know that that he was sideways, but he was saving that truck in, in, until the big 42 came plowing through. Um, but Carson finally got his yep. win. So, <laughs> And he was pumped. Speaking uh, yeah, of driving like a butthead in the truck series, right? Oh my god! Yeah, he, uh, man, I love it for him. I hope, I hope that this is the breakthrough that he's been waiting for. Uh, you, as people know, we root for our Michigan guys around here, but uh, yeah, eh, we'll take it. Right? I love the guy. I, just, I don't want him to drive like a bonehead, and he's he's doing it too much, and it's it's too yeah, bad that's that that's true. how he gets his win. But yeah. That's still pretty cool, man. Yeah. It's a, uh, he did. I mean, I don't um, think he had any business to win that race, James. He was nowhere. I mean, he was in the top five or whatever, but he was not running with those leaders. No, he didn't lead. He didn't lead a whole heck of a lot. Uh, No, he led one lap. It's not like it was. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, but you know, he's, he's barely raced the last couple of weeks, I guess. Uh, you know, he crashed out in Atlanta and then he didn't even hardly run at Coda. Uh, so to bounce back and, and get the job done, you gotta you gotta be pumped for him. I, the the first one, that first one, Eric. You know how these things go. Oh yeah. You, they're either magic. They're either magical or, you know, <laughs> they're they're a complete mess. Uh, so this one seems to be more of the opposite way. It's it's kind of a complete mess, but uh, still magical for him to get it done. And uh, he's got to be, you know. I, and I hope Eric that this is you know that breakthrough that that he needs to, you know, kind of settle in a little bit now and, and, uh, become, he, he's becoming more of a veteran in the truck series at this point, his third, third full-time year. So, uh, let's, let's see him finish out this season and, you know, maybe crack a few more top fives and, and maybe get another win or two here before the season's over. Just to give you a look at what this day was like for the truck series. Oh God. Uh, Nick Sanchez, uh, one stage one, one stage two, let a hundred, awesome. 168 laps of 172. He was awesome. Uh, Christian Eckes uh, led two laps, and Ben Rhodes led one, and Carson Hosevar led one, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That that was your race. Nick Sanchez is all over it, man. That kid is good. He's got a good truck. He's, He's got the KBM power behind him. It's not a KBM truck, yeah. but it is a KBM truck. Um, Chase Purdy with the other KBM truck finishes second. Uh, Stuart Friesen is just – he's been decent this year. I know you're a big Stuart Friesen fan. But he's been he's up there. He's solid now. Yeah, he's solid now. 
And uh, our girl Haley yeah. Began got He's sixth place, James. Top ten finish for Haley again. Yeah, man. Hey, little again. Same things I was saying about Carson Hosfar. You start putting them together here. Yep. Let's see. Let's let's see a little bit more of it. Uh, but man, Nick Sanchez. Yeah. Um, what a what a drive. Unfortunate that he didn't didn't get to finish it off. But I I gotta tell you, he, this one he has snuck up on me. Uh, I know he yeah, was I agree. really good. I know he was really good in the Arca series. Obviously, he he's a champ. Um, but I, I, he, man, holy smokes! I don't know. <laughs> I do. I was not expecting him to go down, flat out dominate this race. No, and I mean he's sure. he's been right up front for multiple races this season. Still doesn't have the win, but um, he'll get there. Yeah. He's only got four wins in the Arca series and three race, three seasons of running over there. Of course, he didn't run a full season any of those seasons uh, in the main yeah. Arca series anyway. Um, yes, yes. He's run some uh, East races as well, so um, and West races, I guess. So, um, yeah, I, I I didn't see him coming either. Uh, but he's uh, yep. he's going to win some races this year, that's for sure. Yeah, he didn't take the Chandler Smith route where I was kind of keeping an eye on him. Yeah. Um, up this up the ranks, he definitely bust. He's kind of but kicked in the door, which I love. Yeah, I love it. Yep, yep. I agree. Uh, 59 Craftsman Truck Series starts uh, for Carson Hosevar for his first win. Um, win for Nice Motorsports, good Truck Series team. Um, then a win for Michigan. Yeah. A win for us. Yeah, well, I guess if you want to call it that. <laughs> yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> we'll take it. Uh, yeah. Uh, with that, we leave Texas Motor Speedway. We leave Richmond Raceway in the background. And uh, we're going to go dirt racing this weekend, James. But first, let's talk some news. Uh, we Right after we recorded the podcast last week, the next day, Hendrick Motorsports had its appeal. Uh, and they won-lost. They won-lost. <laughs> they basically yep. won. I mean, they, they won, yeah. They, they got the points taken away or given back, which is all that they really care about. $400,000, who gives a crap for Rick Hendrick? Um, right. But, right. Uh, but those points are a big deal. Uh, and NASCAR is pissed and I don't blame them. Um, yeah, I mean, what do you, I don't understand. I mean, I, we don't know their case. We don't know what they presented. Um, but you know, I, I'm trying to remember, did, did Keselowski, Keselowski didn't appeal last year, right? I don't think they did. They freaking should have man, because this is, if I'm Brad Keselowski, if I'm, you know, RFK Motorsports, I am pissed about this because it's well, cut and dry. Know... This rule is in stone. You yep. don't modify these parts. Yep. And what we've what we've now learned, and you said it in our group chat, Eric, uh, NASCAR appeals does not like. Hey, uh, they do not like points penalties, and no. they they rescind that part of it always, which is ridiculous. Um, I'm I'm a little conflicted because part of me. My initial my initial reaction to this was, well, they didn't race with it. Why would you take their points away? I, I'm fine with financial fine and a, and a, you know, and a suspension for the crew chief. That's fine. Um, that, I think that's fair. Yeah, but they only didn't but, race with it because it was so egregious that they caught it in inspection. But what isn't that? Again, isn't that the purpose of but pre-race inspection? People have gotten points penalties for that stuff before. I I, I mean, I, I Michael Walter Racing went on. You know, Michael Walter Racing had major penalties for jet fuel. I mean, I guess they qualified with it. Yeah. But I mean, Hendrick practiced with it. Yeah. Yep. So they let him let him keep them for practice, and then made him change them. So. So yeah, I don't. This is hard because I I 
having big points penalties definitely is a deterrent. Um, but then again, hitting them with big points penalties after a race is also a major deterrent, like yeah. what happened to Denny Hamlin at Pocono. So I guess, is that enough? Does that carry enough weight to help kind of keep teams from cheating, <laughs> you know, uh, or messing with these parts? I don't know if this was, a, I don't, I'll never know if this was cheating or not. I'm, I'm assuming it wasn't, but again, I, I could be, I, I could be, you know, very misguided. On it that, should so. be pretty easy. Did they modify the parts or didn't they? Yes. I mean, that that's it. my problem with this, James, yep. is not that they won the appeal. My problem is, is that they half won the appeal. Like, it's either right or wrong. Right. Yeah. How, how can you be partially wrong? I don't I don't understand it. It just doesn't yeah. make any sense. And and unfortunately, NASCAR is not transparent with this stuff anymore. So we won't get to see what the parts were we won't get to see the appeals process any of that stuff we won't know unless somebody talks and nobody's going to now the one who might yep. talk is colleague because they're going thursday to have their appeal heard yep and they only had one yep. louver out of out of four um confiscated yep. and they received the same penalty so we'll see what comes of that i can tell you what if i'm if i'm any of those folks over there and i don't win this appeal <laughs> i am really yeah mad. i just yeah, I just point over at Hendrick and say, "Well, how come they right. blah blah blah, right? right? Like my like my daughters do when they get in yeah. trouble, right? Yeah, yep. I didn't spill the milk. Yeah, <laughs> well, not, you both did. I can't imagine how Kyle doesn't get it over overturned, but we'll see what happens. If, I mean, and if Denny Hamlin walks out of that appeal and he's the only one with a points penalty after all right? this, I am going. I am going to laugh. No, I am going freaking to laugh. kidding. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, you mentioned it. Ha Hamlin's appeal is Thursday as well. Um, so we'll finally find out whether he's going to get his points back or not. Um, we've talked pretty ad nauseum about that. I personally think that is one that should be overturned. I think it should be overturned completely. Um, but we'll see what happens with it. Um, yep. You know, I don't know. I, I just, I, I do agree that Denny was stupid to say that he did it on purpose, but I think we've seen, I mean, I think we saw more egregious things this weekend i mean so sure i mean didn't carson hosevar kind of mini wreck the leader to win that race <laughs> kind of yeah i mean i denny's denny's whole thing needs to be rescinded just because i that's a dangerous precedent yeah if you're gonna start taking what people say and and just throwing out points penalties back and forth i you can't i don't think that i don't think that can be done we need to we need to knock that off right now yep uh, and, and maybe that's NASCAR's goal. You know, maybe at the end of the day, NASCAR's like, you know what? We're just going to make you go through the hassle of yeah. the media and all this. Whether we wow. lose it or not, we don't care. Considering the statement they issued after the Hendrick uh, uh, overturning, I don't think that that's. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't like losing appeals. Do they? <laughs> that's their goal. Um, speaking yeah. of penalties, the only other news item, uh, Daniel Suarez did receive a penalty uh, for his conduct on pit road at the end of Circuit of the Americas. But he did not receive a points uh, penalty, did not receive a suspension, only a $50,000 fine. And I say that as somebody who would love to have that $50,000. Um, enough, so James? After, is, his, uh, after his tweet, um, yeah. he's broke now. Is so. this enough or is it – what do you think? No. This one really <laughs> – this one upsets me. Yeah. I, his butt should have been out. Yeah, he should have been parked. I, I will stand by – I stand by it. I don't care what anybody else says on it. I – in my heart of hearts, he should have sat yeah. for what he did. 
I think anybody who pulls right. something with their car on pit road, especially when there's people standing around the car, one person like or a thousand. standing there. Yeah. And ridiculous. he's so unapologetic about it. Yeah, he I know. He is so unapologetic about it. He learned nothing. Nope. He learned absolutely nothing. And that's why that is exactly the reason I said I want him out. Yeah. He needs to sit. Yeah, I NASCAR agree. screwed that one up. Yep, I agree. They screwed that one up. Of course, you just appealed it and gotten it overturned, so no biggie. <clears throat> probably, yeah. Probably won. <laughs> yep. yep. Uh, and that's our news this week. Pretty quiet. Yeah, I'm checking the Twitters, and I don't see anything else, man. Yeah, good deal. So we better um, get this thing in the in the can before we get some more news. Yeah, it is Easter weekend, so um, <laughs> so instead of having <laughs> it off, nice. drivers are going to go to Bristol uh, and race on some dirt. Uh, Easter Sunday evening, as long as the weather cooperates, which I've heard bad things. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, we do get to make our picks, though. And as uh, pretty pretty much precedent now, I get to pick first because uh, I like to jinx drivers, and I jinxed Denny Hamlin this week. He still got 27 points, but James picked Kyle Larson with 52 points. And so his lead yes. extended 110 points over me. Uh, I think that this new picks uh, setup is stupid. I hate it. Um, it is garbage <laughs> and I am going to jinx another driver this weekend. So James, uh, Bristol dirt, we've raced Brist Bristol dirt twice. Uh, we've had two different winners at Bristol dirt. The inaugural yes. winner win went to Joey Logano, Kyle Busch won mm -hmm. last year. Those are the only two, uh, Martin Truex jr. Has led the most laps at Bristol dirt with 126 laps led. Second mm -hmm. is Daniel Suarez with 122. Uh, oh, yeah. He almost won that first one. Yep. Yeah. Tyler Reddick has led 99, and Joey Logano has led 61 laps. Uh, Chase Briscoe, Kyle Larson, Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin are the only other drivers to lead laps there. Uh, Denny only led one, so it barely counts. Uh, mm -hmm. Joey Logano is the only driver to have top five finishes in both races at Bristol Dirt. Um, Logano, Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, and Tyler Reddick have all placed in the top 10 both races here. Uh, oh. Only 12 drivers have completed all the laps here. And Joey Logano has the best average finish here of second at Bristol Dirt. And just because of that, and because uh, Joey deserves to have a bad weekend this weekend, I'm going to pick Joey Logano as my pick for <laughs> Bristol Dirt this weekend. So, sorry, Joey. I apologize in advance. But I'm going with Logano. So, there you go, James. Oh, well done. That was a great preamble. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I will. Man. Well, I'm not sure. Boy. Yeah, I'm not sure when I'm going to pick him again. So uh, I'll take Chase Briscoe. Yeah, here. I figured that's where you're going. That was yep. my – he was my third choice because Tyler Reddick looks really, really good here. Yeah, he's going to be tough. And I – um, yeah. Oh, I haven't used Tyler Reddick yet. So, um. Yeah. Too late now. You got I, Chase. Don't be changing. I know. And, and infamously, Chase dumped uh, Reddick on the last turn last right. year and gave Kyle Busch the win. Yeah. So um, I I think he'll have a decent day. I, I don't know what to do with this race, to be honest with you, Eric. I don't know if the stats even matter. I don't. Yeah. My don't reasoning know. for cho choosing Logano is just I'm not expecting him to win. I'm just expecting him to. He's got, you know, two top fives. I'm expecting him to run up front and that's going to hopefully get me points. That's, that's my strategy. I need points, James. Mm -hmm. I need points. I, I debated picking somebody way in the back. Um, but I don't know. I need to take some swings here. Yep. Yeah. You got to get one. Cause it's not like you've been picking like top notch drivers every week either. You still got some good, you've got some guns loaded still 
Um, I do. Yeah, I've got Byron in there. I got Logano in there. Yeah. Yeah, I got some good ones. Kyle Busch, Chase Elliott. Oh yeah, I'm Hamlin. Yeah. Feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so the way this works, obviously, like you picked Larson and got eight. I picked Larson and got fifty-two. Right. That's, a, that's stupid. I mean, that's kind of, and you don't get another chance at him, and I don't get another chance at him. So that's kind of like, yeah. you know, kind of the. I don't know if there's a strategy there, Eric. I think it's just if you catch him on the right weekend, yeah, you get lucky, you know. Yeah, there's a there's a lot more luck in this uh, in the way we're doing this, and I mean there is some strategy both you and I discussed before we started this that neither of us are really looking too far ahead. Um, yep. I have a couple tracks that I have drivers picked out for. Um, again, I'll just say it. I'm picking Harvick for Michigan. It's happening. You might as well pencil it in now. I'm probably still going to be behind by that point. So <laughs> I shouldn't have to worry about it. Oh, and you've already picked him anyway. So it doesn't matter. Yep, so you can't, I can't have him. Yeah. So, so I'm picking all, Harvick for Michigan plain and plain as day. Might as well put him right down there. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> so, but otherwise, I mean, there's, there's a couple tracks that I've got people picked out for, but for the most part, it's just, uh, you know, whatever happens. Yep. So yeah, there's, there's some luck and there's some like, you know, we're still I, only eight races into the season. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. really I've hard had, to tell what people are going to do at this point. Yeah. And I've had leads before in this, uh, yeah. in the picks and it doesn't work out for me. So oh yeah. I mean, we can, I'm it can nuts, swing so. pretty quick. I mean, it, yep. it certainly helps. Yep. It certainly helps to win every week, James. Um, but <laughs> that's right. Yep. But it uh, does. It does help. How'd, uh, I think I gave you enough time to pull it up. How'd fantasy go this week? I don't even want to talk yeah, about that one either. Yeah, you definitely did. Yeah. So tandem draft Tona takes the win two sixteen. freight train. Uh, our buddy Todd there two thirteen, right off the lead. And, and right there in third was team Justin at two ten. Um, Eric, I came in sixth. That seems to be my favorite spot, yeah. uh, 200. And I had Byron on my line in my lineup and Denny Hamlin. So, uh, yeah, that didn't work out well for me. I did beat our points leader, Baron Speedway. He's seventh. Eric, you were, I'm, I oh don't have it up. I was like 13th. Wasn't I again? Something 13th like yeah. yes yep i yep. like that 13th overall place. so i'll go that's that's right you you like that spot down I there do. uh baron's still in first he's got he's got a comfy lead and then uh mickey elliott second and tandem draftona moves into third and bumps our buddy ranger down a slot uh eric you are seventh i am still 10th overall yeah but I i'm coming back to you climb up the board yep so yeah, fantasy is the oh man, I I'm not looking forward to picking a fantasy team for Bristol. My uh, just... my anchor has been dropped. I am going backwards. Oh okay, well, <laughs> come on down, yeah. come join me. Well, we'll just stay yeah. there together. Yeah, you'll be past me before long. Don't worry, it oh won't take. God, long. I can't believe I'm still tenth. I just can't can't quite can't quite uh, make up any ground yet. So hopefully, yeah. well, I didn't lose any points to the points leader. So that's uh that's I guess the moral victory i need there you go uh shout outs this week james i wanted to shout out you kind of hinted at it earlier but i wanted to give a, a flat out shout out to the indycar series this weekend putting on a spectacular show at texas motor speedway um and you know the truck series race wasn't too bad either uh maybe maybe pump the brakes on blowing that place up maybe give it a little bit more time you think uh man we got to have a good nascar show there so indycar had a strategy that for practice, they gave all the teams an extra set of tires to exclusively run the second lane. Um, and I think it helped. They had a second lane, which mm -hmm. they have not had at Texas since they started putting that garbage down on the track. Um, so, hey, man, it, it worked. It, this, was, this was reminiscent 
not quite, but reminiscent of the, the California race that everybody loved that nobody saw from the IndyCar yep. series um, back in the day when they were pack racing. Um, scary as hell, man, seeing them do it. But these cars are a lot man. safer than they used to be. So hopefully that keeps everything together. And, um, man, we need to run some more ovals with these Indy cars. They really need to be back on some ovals because they put on a great show. Besides the astronauts, are there more b- brave people in the entire world than IndyCar drivers on an oval? I mean, like I said, they're less brave now because at least they got something to protect their heads. Um, oh, but, man. no, man, I, I the speed that they go in these things and the – and they're James. They're dipping the left tires in the grass on the front stretch. Ugh. Like, oh my god! <laughs> no, thank you. Just insane. No freaking thank you, man. <sighs> but yeah, it was a hell of a race. Oh, Absolutely sucks. terrific race. Um, so good job for IndyCar to get some momentum heading into uh, getting closer to May. I'm uh, getting ready for the Indy 500. Um, yep. Hopefully they got a good showing out there as well. So uh, always a big fan of the IndyCar. I've, I've actually watched both of the first two IndyCar races this season. That's the first time I've done that in a long time. Mm-hmm. So nice. Yeah. Really they, nice. And a great field of cars. They had the biggest field of cars they've had on an oval in, uh, several years. I think they had like 28 cars or something to start the race, which is really, really good for IndyCar. So, uh, they're on the upswing yep. too bad. There weren't, weren't very many people in the stands, but they keep putting on good shows. That, I mean, they'll have a big crowd in Indy, but, um, they keep putting on good shows. Yeah. Maybe they'll beef that back up again and that, that'll be good for them. So, any shout-outs, James? Yeah. Um, I wanted to shout-out our good friend. And it was nice to hear him. Larry Mack. Yes. In the booth at Fox. Uh, I'm he glad you was did this one. This, this was one I wanted to yes. do, too. He was fantastic in the booth. Uh, just really nice. He was solid. Yeah. Uh, man, just awesome. Just awesome. He brought insight. He wasn't goofing around. Knew what he was doing. He's tapped into the sport on a day-to-day basis. Dude is so smart. Uh, just, yeah, just, he's good at TV, man. He's been doing yeah. it for freaking 25 years. So what are you going to do, man? It's it's awesome. I I wish he was in the booth every week, to be honest with you. I love that weekend every season during the Fox schedule when Fox is unable to scrounge somebody together to sit in the booth with... <laughs> with Clint Boyer and they pull in Larry Mack um, or Jamie McMurray yep. is another good one. Um, as a matter Jamie's of fact, good. yep. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned it. So the, there's a YouTube channel elite precision 29 uh, that I stumbled across today that was complaining about the Fox broadcasts, And he had suggestions for the Fox booth. And I, first of all, the entire video, it's 19 minutes long. It's a great watch. He is spot on with just about everything he says. Um, his, his argument is, is that, and we've talked about it a lot here, and I don't want to rip on Fox, but the, the, the Fox booth just doesn't work anymore. Mike Joy, as legendary as he is and as great as he has been, is not the Mike Joy of old anymore. Um, and as much as I, I hate to say we should pull Mike Joy out of the booth, um, I think, you know, I could see Mike Joy in like a Chris Myers position, you know, hosting the, the broadcast. Um, you know, they did that mm-hmm. with Ken Squire when Ken Squire moved out of the play-by-play role. Um, I'd love to see that, I think, to keep him involved, but I think it's time for somebody else new in there. Um, of course, this guy pointed out Alan Bestwick, but um, Alan Bestwick, 61 years old. Did you know that? Uh, it's cre- it crept up on me. I did know he was he was getting up there. You know, um, I mean, that's not really, to be not I to be ageist it. or anything, but maybe, you know, maybe not put Alan in there. But if you could get him, get him. 
Um, his his yep. his second suggestion is is uh, Adam Alexander, which I think is a great choice. I think Adam Alexander does a good job. Um, and his ideal booth was Adam Alexander, um, Larry Mack, Jamie Mack, and Kevin Harvick. And Ooh. I cannot disagree with that. I think that would be a terrific Fox booth. Yeah, Jamie's um, uh, Jamie's solid. He's Jamie's de- he's really definitely. solid. He's got a lot of good insight. Yep. He does great on race day. Um, I always listen to, love listening to him talk. He's for somebody. I mean, he's got experience in the car, but it's been a while since he's been in it. But he's still he just explains himself so well. He's so well spoken. And yep. Um, as you already said, Larry Mack is terrific. Um, we know Kevin's going to do a good job in the booth. Um, and, and you know, again, I don't, no disrespect to Mike Joy because I love Mike Joy. I think he's the best that we've probably ever had. Um, and that's saying something from somebody who absolutely loved Bob Jenkins. Um, but oh, Bob was great. Yeah. You know, it's it, at times it's time to take a break. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm sure Fox is. I don't think Fox is going anywhere. I think they're going to be around for a while with this new contract coming. So I think so. They're not investing in Kevin Harvick just to lose him to somebody else. No, exactly, exactly. So. But anyway, worth a watch. That video is pretty cool. So, um, any uh, any black flags this week, James? Uh, all the people with the Ross Chastain photoshops on Twitter. Come on, what did, what did I miss? I, I didn't no, see the Ross they just showed. It's basically it's bl- the what's trending is blame Ross or blame Chastain, uh, okay. and they've got him. They've got him dumping cars in F one. Oh jeez. Um, I'm looking at him tearing up the grass in Atlanta Motor Speedway, <laughs> um, crashing cars at at uh, Silverstone for F1. I, he was all over the place. Was crashing just basically they replaced other car crashes and they put Ross Chastain as the as their fault. I think it sounds the, funny. Oh, it was for the first day, but it, it hasn't stopped. So I'm I'm calling a ceasefire. Ceasefire. Please. That's it. It was funny though the first first few I saw, but now I'm I'm getting I'm I'm it's wearing me down. It's yeah. wearing me down. Um, I'm going to piggyback off of that. And, and my black flag is going to go to Christopher Bell for, um, oh. going after Chastain, uh, <laughs> and blaming Chastain for his own poor judgment. I, to- I, I told you, man, he just wanted to be part of the cool kids. Crowd. I think so. I think he was he feeling wanted. left out, man. He's feeling left out. He wanted to make fun to Ross and he's in Ross. I give Ross credit, you know, the second week in a row, somebody made a comment about him. And he said, well, they didn't say anything to me. Like, why are they not talking to me? That's right. You know, I mean, Bell did really. It was kind of cowardly to take that shot to the media and yes, not it say it to Ross. So yeah, there you well, go. It's cool. And everybody else does it, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Chris Bell. I think he's, he's great. Um, oh yeah. A big fan of his, but super talented man. But uh, yeah, you got to take the blame on that one, buddy. Don't uh, yeah. just cause yeah. that one car happened to be around you. Uh, maybe you're nervous with him in, in your rear view, but uh, he did not cause that accident. So sorry, bud. Are you saying he's? Are you saying he's the intimidator? He could be. I, I'm telling oh, no. you, James. Oh no! I've argued this already. I've argued this already that there was another driver that drove like Ross Chastain, and everybody hated him until they loved him. So that's that my guy. Yeah. Swerving Irvin. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, he's the one I always think of. Yeah. But- and, it, and, I, and I'm conflicted as to why that is, I'm, why that is I'm funny. such an old You're man. You're an Ernie Irvin fan, but you hate Ross I know. Chastain. I know. It makes me it makes me uh, question why I'm such an old man. I don't know. And, you know, Ernie was even worse because Ernie. Oh, he was terrible. Ernie just, he just flat out said he'd admit he did, he did wrong and he should have done it. And then he'd just go do it the next week. Oh, yeah. He was. At least Chastain yeah. owns it. Yeah. Ross is really good at the dumbfounded look. Though. He is. He, though. He's got that. He's got that down. He's he is. Down pretty good. He is. Oh, he he pulled that one on me once. I don't remember what I asked him, but 
Oh, I think it was, I think it was truck series. I think I, was he the one that I asked if he was the favorite for the championship? And he just, he gave me a look like, just like you said, stone face. Like, it's like, dude, (laughs) me, made me uncomfortable. (laughs) It's awkward interviewing him. Uh, but well, Bob, uh, I can't remember what the don't get me started was. on Bob. Bob. I have some issues with Bob right now. You want me to get, get me going on Bob? Uh, no, I know what Bob's doing. Bob's, Bob's asking doing a thing some right now. Dumbass questions and really and pushing he, people. He did that. He asked. He asked Ross a really dumbass question, and I was like, "Woof, <laughs> that was awkward." Oh man. Yeah, I don't know what Bob's doing right now. I think it, I think it might have to do with the company he's working for. Um. <laughs> Uh, it, I'm not. I'm don't, not. Don't don't. I'm not liking the Bob there, I'm man. seeing right now. I'm a little uncomfortable with the Bob I'm seeing. I know he's your buddy. I know you guys are pals. But I don't. I don't want to see Bob know, go down that road. I didn't know you road. were so bothered. I didn't know you were so bothered by him. I wouldn't have. I him up. saw a couple clips this weekend, and it 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 bugged me a little bit. It's like, you know, I know he used to, he used to go for the easy, Kyle Bush, Kurt Bush quotes. He would always do it. He would always be the guy that was trying to get them to say something and they would, they would call well, him. He got Kurt Bush suspended. Yeah. For that. So Kurt Bush said he was going to beat his ass. Right. But you know, I mean, there is, there's a point of being a, being a hard nosed journalist and that's what I've always respected about Bob. And I don't want to bash Bob. I mean, Bob is, he's like the greatest, but there's, there's an aspect of hard nosed journalism and there's the aspect of just trying to sensationalize stuff. And I think, he crossed over the line this week on a couple things that I saw and it bothered me, but hopefully it's not a, nope. hopefully it's not a trend. Hopefully it's just, just had a bad weekend. All right. I'll reach out to him and tell him to cool it. <laughs> right. I'll just, uh, Bob, listen, we love you. You just got to settle down. I love Bob. He's the hardest working person in, in motorsports. Um, and Hey man, don't just, just let me know if there's lights. That's all I need to know. <laughs> there are lights at Bristol yes. dirt. Just so you know. Yeah. Well, we're going to use them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh man! Yep. <sighs> Anything else, James? Are we done? Let's get out of here. We're good. <laughs> before, we get, here. before we get, before we, yeah, before we insult any uh, any journalists, we better get out of here. Right. Well, yeah, I've already done that. So I've already. I told you I'm tired. I'm I'm punch drunk right now. So sorry, Bob. I apologize. Yep. I apologize. I'll get a. I'll take a nap. I'll make sure I'm well rested for next week, and I won't pick on you. <laughs> <sighs> James, where can people find you on social media if they want to talk to you during the week? At James Cush on Twitter, still. Yeah, Bob. Bob can tweet me at at uh, T Super Speedway on Twitter, um, or anybody else. If you wanna, if you wanna stick up for Bob, go for it. Um, I will, I will back you. Uh, our podcast is on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Super Speedway. Our website is thesuperspeedway.com. You can find uh, the podcast on the Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, and Anchor. Uh, subscribe for new episodes each week. And if you go to anchor.fm slash the super speedway, you can leave us an audio message. We might play it on the show. Give us a, give us a call. Let us know uh, what you think of Bob and my thoughts on Bob and tell me I'm wrong. Uh, talk some smack about fantasy. Should be pretty easy. Uh, talk some fa- uh, smack about picks. Cause I'm terrible at it. All that stuff. Uh, it's Easter weekend, James. We're going to look for uh, Easter eggs in the dirt at Bristol motor speedway. Uh, the camping world truck series. No craftsman truck series in action this weekend. Uh, as long as well as the cup series on Easter Sunday, we'll be back next week to talk about it all, break it all down and clean some dirt off until then, everybody let's go racing. I'm so tired. I almost gave your Twitter handle as mine.
Almost. We gotta get you, we gotta get you to bed. Ha! <sighs> so ridiculous. Welcome to episode 272 of the Super Speedway Podcast, recorded Tuesday, March 28th, 2023. See, James, you did the notes, dude. What did I do? <laughs> oh, I, I opened the wrong damn notes, that's why. <laughs> oh! <laughs> leave it in. <laughs> oh my god. Holy hell. See, I told you. Told you it's going to be a disaster. I love how fast... You went to blame me. I know. Oh, man. I know. And it's funny because I actually even checked it earlier today and you were right. So oh, just start it over. Hey, now the, put... the notes look longer. <laughs> All right. Let's try put again. That the, put that at the end of the episode. That yeah, was fantastic. Yeah, I probably will. 